turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to Hour 2 of tonight's Andrea K Show on this Friday Eve. Thank you, Jesus. Did y'all think I wasn't? there wasn't going to be any Andrea K on tonight's Andrea K Show? <laughs> Child, you know I wouldn't miss out entirely on tonight. Uh, I had a little doctor's appointment this evening that I had to get to. So uh, thank you to my dude here, my sidekick, who actually was main dish tonight for the first hour of the Andrea K Show while I was making my way in here. Thank you for holding down the fort, the one and only DJ Sesame Broccolini. I love me some Sesame Broccolini. This guy, fiery like a dragon. Like a dungeon dragon. High heat. Sesame Broccolini. Well, uh, you're welcome, AK. We had fun, but I'm very happy you're back. (laughs) Thank you. Happy to be here. I get itchy. You know, I start jonesing. I start acting like uh hunter biden when he's you know twitching and tweaking and he's you know and he's he ain't got anything but he sees a bottle of nyquil right you know in a cabinet (laughs) (laughs) in need of a fix (laughs) you gotta know hunter biden he's walking around the white house it's christmas there's trees everywhere and and this white powdery stuff he doesn't realize yet it's fake snow i'm sure he was very disappointed when he realized he that that's all it was. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> he thought he had hit the either jackpot. That, <laughs> yeah, either that or he had tons of little baggies. And with the fake snow around, he was able to hide it. More oh, yeah. Than the last time. Mm-hmm. It was all a ruse. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for holding down the fort for me for the first hour. Um, and, uh, okay. So we've got to, we got to kick off this hour with my least favorite, but most important topic, which in some ways, some people might think it's my favorite topic, if not my raise on debt, because I actually became so interested in the intersection as the kids say today, between radical Islam and communism back in my teens, And it started actually earlier than my teens when uh, Americans were held for 444 days by Islamic terrorists and Jimmy Carter. Well, we know how that that all ended up working out. Right. And um, my so my entire political life has been through the lens of the awareness of an ideology threat that we face that has quite frankly been waging a terror on us for decades and decades and decades, if not centuries. And one of the things that I talk about every year is how disturbed I am about how we so-called hashtag never forget on September 11th. And then I look today and I see tonight that we have terrorist sympathizers who call themselves and are being called pro-Palestinian protesters have gone, have taken 
their protest to the sacred ground of the World Trade Center and actually shut down the interest, the entrance to the World Trade Center. Sesame Broccolini, have you been there to the memorial and seen any of the commemorations for what happened on 9-11? I have not. I really want to at some point. I feel like that's such a pivotal moment in American history, such a horrific tragedy. And I've heard it's very somber. I I, I don't know. I, I want to experience that for myself because... Just what what a hor- what a horrific thing that was, and it wasn't really that long ago either. No, I really and, no, and something like this could happen again. Unfortunately, we always have to be vigilant. That's why we cannot forget. We can't let those no. deaths be in vain. That horrific. That was a strike on Western civilization. They came to New York City, the capital, the center of it, and it, it's just and it, yeah, and to see the same ideology mm-hmm. shutting down the entrance of hallowed ground. This is the same ideology that people that are standing there at the entrance of this who block the entrance in this act, in my opinion, a declaration of war against us. Colin Rugg and Sesame sent me this tweet says these people do way more harm for their cause than good. Um, Colin Rugg does some great r- reporting and shares a lot. But that's one of the dumbest statements I've ever sent, uh, ever seen. And the, and the fact that he's saying that symbolizes and is the perfect um, symbol of why we why we're at the point where we've got this level of anti-semitism this level of anti-americanism going on in the country to where we their cause does he not understand that this is a war against western civilization and these people are on the wrong side of it that's why they chose the world trade center Every there should be it's bad enough that we've got all the students out there, young people. We've got one in five young people that say that Osama bin Laden was a force for good. That's who these people are. They think that a mastermind behind the slaughter of Americans on our home soil. And it would have been more if he could have gotten gotten away with it, that 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 was a force for good. And why would they think that? Because they bought into the notion that America deserved it. Same people that think that Trump deserves all the punishment he gets just because they hate him. And why do they hate him? Simply because of his politics. Same people who celebrated him and gave him NAACP awards. Never once was he ever accused of being a bigot until he came down the escalators and declared he wanted to run for president. Same people who think that they're celebrating today that a woman is, is about to serve five years of a prison sentence for for for. Trespass, trespassing on January 6th. They're celebrating that. It's just, this is, this is probably this tonight. Witnessing this is, is, is one of the saddest things for me that I've seen in years that this is being allowed. They should all be rounded up and interrogated Sent to Gitmo, quite frankly, and interrogated. How, how, how do we know how many in, in, in that are not Hamas? We already know Hamas is coming across our border, Sesame Broccolini. Well, we yeah. don't know who's in that crowd. Well, and we, and we also don't know who organizes. Look, look, right. th- these pro-Palestine, whatever, pro-Hamas, pro-genocide protesters, what they're, what they're re- anti-Western society, anti-humanism, it's just it's crazy to me. But what these protesters are doing They come to the United States, and of all places to go to, this is a very big country, 
of all the places they go to. The front steps of the World Trade Center in New York City just one day after the same protesters blocked off the entrance to the JFK International Airport in the city, and Mayor Eric Adams is nowhere to be found. Who's funding this? Who organized this? This global day of jihad? That rhetoric unleashed all of these different, I don't know if they're terror cells or sleeper groups or whoever's behind this, but this seems very well funded, very well organized, and it's such a, a scary flex. Okay, it's yeah. when will the U.S. government learn to take real credible threats like this to our national security seriously? How can we yeah, tolerate this, this kind of behavior? Of Where is the FBI this, yeah. right now? Yeah. If, if these were a bunch of parents that, that were out at a school board meeting telling the school board they weren't going to put up with the pornography being shown to their children, mm-hmm. the cops would be there mm-hmm. in cuffs. And, and the orga- organizers and the money behind this are probably the same ones behind the protests that block streets uh, and the roads around LAX. And in LAX yesterday, they were saying ceasefire is not enough. This is about conquest. We are under conquest right now. In a variety of different ways. From Africans coming here. There's nobody coming into this country that's coming here to assimilate into American culture. In American culture. There I said it. Even, even the Mexicans. I'm out, we're out here in California. It wasn't that long ago where we ha- were reporting that on Cinco de Mayo, American kids were told they weren't allowed to wear anything with an American flag going into the schools. Because it was Cinco de Mayo. Excuse me? Yeah. How many times have we seen uh, Mexican-Americans in the streets uh, hating and, and waving the American flag and hating on America? We've got – there is nothing compatible between Islam and the U.S. Constitution, which is why they're trying to set up – and we've actually had and, and reported here uh, many times on the Andrea K. Show about Sharia being considered in our courts in the United States. FBI is nowhere because you know what? They're happy about it. They're happy about it because the Democrat Party and the Islamists are on the same side. And that's why they've they fostered the indoctrination in, in, uh, of Islam into every aspect of our society. And by the way, these are the people that are from that are representing the religion of peace. I was in the doctor's office, by the way, earlier, and I was looking through, it's been so long. Remember magazines used to be such a part of our life, right? They, you know, and, and, and I actually found myself looking at a People magazine. I haven't looked at a People magazine in probably, no lie, at least 10, 15 years. So I picked it up because I'm in a doctor's office, right? And it was a 2023 year-end one. And there was w- one page on, and it was big momentous events of the year, one page uh, related to October 7th. Two pictures. The top two-thirds of the page was from Gaza, and the bottom third was some families crying, some Israelis crying, bottom third. And the caption under was, was there was a, a small caption on the left that said, after a, a Palestinian militant group launched some rockets killing some Israelis, um, on October 7th, Israel, and the title of the caption was War, War in Gaza. And it said, after some pro-Palestinian militants um, launched some rockets and killed 25 Israelis, 
uh, they responded, bombing Gaza and killed thousands of, of Palestinians. Is, does that accurately describe what happened on October 7th? We all, I mean, anyone who's really been paying attention knows that that could not be further from the truth. What a radical misrepresentation of what's actually going on. Completely, completely. Why, if, if the Palestinians are the good guys, why do they have to lie like that? If this, if Islam is the religion of peace, if, if, if they're on the right side here, and of course, not every Muslim wants to cut your head off, but with billions of Muslims around the world, let's be honest. Not every Muslim is an Islamic terror, um, but is, you can't take Islam out of Islamic terror. This is all, the, the Islamic terror is all in the name of Islam, right? It's all in the name of Allah. Well, and we let's, can't. Let's we should also here. be very clear here. There are people online. I see posts. I saw a post on X just earlier today where someone was saying, "I'm a, I'm a Palestinian. I'm not pro Palestine. I am pro Hamas. Do not be mistaken." Um, yeah. and, and so it's like the Westerners will sit there and again, apologize for the quote unquote militants. No, these are terrorists, not militants, yeah. not some insurgents in a banana Republic far away who committed some victimless crime. This was a coordinated attack, the largest single death day for the Jewish people since the Holocaust. That's the headline, the largest attack in a single day on the Jewish people since World War II. That's the headline. But no, they have to make this about Gaza and, and act like and paint Palestine as the clear victim of some mm-hmm. cruel world that just doesn't understand their plight. And it's so it's far from the truth. It's it propaganda. is propaganda. The New York Times actually published an op-ed that was written by a, a Hamas leader full of nothing but Hamas propaganda. You've got to ask yourself why a formerly respected New York Times, the gray lady, would be literally publishing Hamas propaganda. I have been right about this for decades now, about the partnership between the Islamist, Islamic terrorists who want to replace the Constitution with the Quran and the Democrat Party. It could not be more clear. And it's right now on the steps of the World Trade Center on purpose. They chose that symbol for a reason, just like that symbol was chosen on 9-11. How many heads have to be chopped off next before Americans finally realize and wise up to it and do something about it? Hey, if you missed last hour, any part of tonight's Andrea K. Show or any other shows, or you just want to catch up, don't forget to download the podcast wherever you get your pods. Email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. And don't forget our 24-hour hotline as well, 844-814-5227. Stay with us. We'll be right back after the break. Don't go nowhere. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I just can't get enough of this Delta Airlines story. Okay, if y'all missed it, <laughs> this biological man who we now know is an alleged actor. Uh, I haven't seen any any alleged acting that this person Tommy Dorfman has done. Um, he's supposed to be an actor, but you know, until you see somebody's work, I mean, 
you know, there's actors and then there's Tori Spelling, right, from 90210. So, but this person is an alleged actor named Tommy Dorfman. And this, uh, and uh, we played the video the other day on, and on the Andre K show here. So there, this biological male is upset at uh, the Delta Airlines ticket counter, I guess, um, because this person's being uh, uh, supposedly misgendered. And the Delta Airlines employee was like, okay, now look, you know, now you're, it, you know, nobody meant it personally. If you're taking it personally, that's on you. Uh, well, you just did it again, this Tommy Dorfman says. And eventually the Delta Airlines guy was like, look, you're being condescending, okay? And, you know, I, I, it, I'm not putting up with it. And, you know, if, if that's what you want to do, I look, I got the power to have you escorted out of here. And you want to go that route? Because it's three, day, three days before Christmas. And I'm okay if I got to do that, right? So that's kind of a recap. I, I might have embellished just a tad, but that's pretty much the lowdown of what happened. So this went viral on Tuesday after this is what happened, after this went down. Well, I guess the Delta Airlines employee is, his name is Tristan. He is like a hero. Everybody, I'm getting messages from people like, this is your hero of the week, right? Because this is how you handle uh, these bullies, okay, that are just looking for whether it's a Delta employee or whether it's somebody making falafel on the street or somebody at a pizza parlor. They're going around baiting people so that they can bully people into, in, into forcing them and compelling them to participate in their mental illness. And this Delta Airlines guy wasn't having it. So he had threatened that he would get this person escort, escorted out. And apparently, um, he made good on his promise. He had said, oh yeah, here he says, you're being condescending. If you want to continue, I'll have Port Authority escort you out of the building right, right this moment if you want to play that game with me. Would you like to continue three days before Christmas? Because I really don't mind. Um, so he, come to find out, he did indeed call the, call the Port Authority. And two police officers actually did show up 10 minutes later. And uh, Dorfman says, and spoke to him. So he straightened up evidently and was able to um, uh, get on a plane and fly apparently. So just wanted to give that little update that it, this dude actually did go further than just dressing him down. He actually called Port Authority and made good on it. And so this just solidifies for me that this is a hero of the week. One of the things I wanted to make mention of is where is, where is Al Sharpton? Where is the, uh, Jesse Jackson Jr. and his Rainbow Coalition? Because this tranny went after this Delta employee who's African-American. Where's all the people up in arms for an African-American man who was getting bullied while on the job, Sesame? Well, <laughs> welcome to the uh, the interesting the interesting game that, that progressives have put themselves into where now they have different, um, let's say coalitions or identity groups going head to head with each other because yep. one of them wants everyone else to play by their rules. And that is the trans lobby of all the different groups in the left wing umbrella. All of many of them militant, many of them formed based on lies. The trans lobby stands alone on an Island because they force everybody to play their games on their terms as if they have the moral high ground when it comes to what advocating for gender mutilation for, for these crazy puberty blockers. 
there is no moral high ground here, but it, it does go to show you because this Delta guy, he is a hero. And I tell you what, he is doing what many other people want to be doing. We're all most of civilized, sane society is totally fed up with with having trans activists or performers or whatever try to compel us to speak. They want us to use their language, to use their pronouns, to adopt their terminology. It's it's about that control, that power, and you can't let them take that ground. We cannot. So it's it is funny yeah. though to to see different identity groups or coalitions within the left the left wing family go at each other eventually. And it does kind of go to show you that the left is eating itself slowly, but I really do mm-hmm. think it's collapsing in on itself. And eventually there will be only hopefully only sane society left and we can move on from this ridiculousness because what a waste of time it is to hang up a gate agent during one of the busiest travel seasons of the year because you feel like you are misgendered what a what a terrific waste of time honestly well yeah so juvenile and in other i'm surprised other passengers although this delta agent handled business okay he this delta agent handled this tranny like Camille Vasquez did Amber Heard on the stand. I don't know if that, that I don't know if you happen to witness that trial. Oh, that I was, did. That, that, that was, was the... genius going on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, little update here because when I was at the at the doctor, he's like, "Oh, while you're here, want a flu shot?" I'm like, "Hey, you'll know." He's like, "You don't?" Um, I'm like, "No, I'm not interested in getting injected with any of y'all's, you know." Um, liquids okay not interested <laughs> <laughs> i also though did not get my flu shot and i tell you what it's it's so funny to me because plenty of people historically have abstained from taking the flu shot and they were never I mean, framed never as one. wild anti-vaxxers who hate science but anyone who refused to take this incredibly experimental covid gene therapy yeah. you know drug all of a sudden is framed as some sort of backwards caveman who doesn't know his elbow from the hole in the ground so good for you for standing up to the uh <laughs> look well the reason why i brought it up is because i just saw a headline fully vaccinated 82 year old bernie sanders test positive for covid wow <laughs> wow and, yeah so it's like you know i mean the insanity and and this is how crazy people are we've got americans justifying that osama bin laden was a force for good it's the same mentality that would say um, oh, the, the, after being told the shot would stop you from getting COVID, go, oh, well, you know, I'm glad I, yeah, I got COVID. I'm glad I got the shot. What? <laughs> it's, it's the same. The same people that think Osama bin Laden is a force for good are oh, okay if they got COVID and glad that, oh, yeah, could have been worse. Good thing I got the shot. Yeah, I got COVID, could have been worse. These are also the same people that think you can just choose your gender. I mean, half this country is just mentally off the rails. I think we need a loony bin for half this country. I think we really need, that's our litmus test for whether or not you should be able to vote. Do you think you can change your gender? I mean, the the way that the left has just so quickly in recent years been able to hijack the most basic scientific facts and Americans embrace tossing the most basic of biology that you figure out in your toddler years is is astounding to me it's also stuff that most people just instinctually understand go to go talk to other groups other cultures most people around the world understand life in terms of 
God made man, he made woman, they are made for each other. When they come together, they create new life. That is the recipe for building your civilization. That's the bedrock. That's that's going from zero to one. Okay, so it's it's so unbelievable to me that we that we try to that we entertain these delusions and myths. And I have to wonder the doctors who are in this trans lobby who are profiting off of these tra- these sex change surgeries and puberty blockers. I mean, how how horrific and evil is that? How do you sleep at night when you take an oath? A Hippocratic Oath going all the way back to Hippocrates to protect patients, informed consent, tell them about the full range of possible consequences of any decision they might make. And then you look at a kid who's not even old enough to drink, to smoke, or to get a tattoo, and you say, we are going to chop off your perfectly healthy limbs because some teacher told you that you are actually a boy stuck inside of a girl's body. And there's no data, and there's no evidence, and it's all mythology and fantasy. And we're just supposed to accept that as being totally accurate and if you challenge it you get punished yeah um it's 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 crazy it's the depth of reason that's the that's the problem is is when this country was started the the most the most widely read thing when this at the time of the founding of this country aside from the bible thomas Paine's common sense that should be redistributed handed out We, we are so far from the path of where the founders were when they built this country it certainly explains all of the decline we are not on the same wavelength, mm-hmm. not at all. Well, no, we're not even on the wavelength of, like you said, of, of reason and common sense. Common sense says, and this is why they have to go younger and younger and younger to children, um, because, you know, once once you're even remotely, uh, your your brain and, and your ability to understand reality versus fantasy you know, when you're two, you think you can be a cat or, you you know, your play pretend is real to you. And then when you get to the point to where you're able to understand what's real versus fantasy, um, it's harder to convince somebody of something that's insane. Right. Um, I mean, we all know when we look at our bodies and of course there's outliers. So don't be emailing me that there. I know there's a, a legit thing is a hermaphrodite. OK, but it's extremely rare and not a justification for what's going on here. You can look at your own body as a kid and know that, you know, I, it's, it's, it, I'm sitting here thinking, why am I even having to say this? That's this the, is how yep. far we've gone that I'm literally saying. It's like explaining that, to people why water is wet or yeah, why gravity I mean, happens. These are the basic tenets of how the world is created, how it's ordered. And that all goes back to God. It's, it's theological ultimately. It doesn't surprise me this is coming from the secular left that thinks that they can well, literally yes. rebuild the world in their own image as if humans right. are the most powerful and passionate and, and sentient thing in existence, which is just so foolish. But ultimately, that is the theological thing is when you reject God, when you deny God and his created order, you are waging war on reality. And that is and, what leads right. us to here. And there's no greater in the in the the. If it's death by a thousand cuts, the real cut and the deepest cut to separate us from God and to attack science and defy reason and common sense was the idea of her body, her choice. It is a separate human being with separate DNA. Roe v. Wade was really about separating us from God and divorcing us from reason, divorcing us from morality 
and you can't keep a country, our founders understood that we had to be a moral society. And that's one of the reasons why the left holds on so much uh, to, uh, to the infanticide uh, demand. Uh, and by the way, one of the things I keep saying to women, that's the only freedom they want to give you. That's the hook to give you the freedom to kill your unborn child as long as it's geographically in one, one spot inside of you. Uh, that's, the, th that's the hook to get you. You will have no other rights. There, it, when it comes to a communist society, you know, they, have, they had to get us to devalue life, right? Because the communist doesn't value life. And right now, it looks like in Cuba, it's now legal for euthanasia and doctor-assisted suicide. And I'm telling you, that's coming to this country next. Um, we're going to take a break. We come back. I'm going to let's talk about something fun, shall we? People were liking my good news story about uh, the empty dog kennel ASPCA. So we got another good story to share with you guys. So come on back. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. Uh, I think going forward, um, I'm not really big into the New Year's resolutions, but I think going forward each night on The Andrea Kay Show, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys a good news story, something really good that's happening. We talk about a lot of tough topics. You know I like to hit it hard. It's the only reason why I do this. Um, but, you know, as, as my old friend Peggy Costian and you longtime Andrea Keisha listeners and friends of mine on Facebook might remember Peggy. She was like a mother to me and she passed away. Fortunately, she made it to see Donald Trump win the election in 2016 and she died uh, about six months later. I miss her terribly, but she always called me a happy warrior. And I try to be. I try to because I my hope is in the Lord, not in man. And so I try to stay positive. Well, last night, I think it was, we reported on the good news story about the shelter being empty, the ASPC, ASPCA shelter, I believe it was in Pennsylvania. Here's an email I got from Mo. She says, what great news. She says, please don't discourage people from adopting pit bulls. Talk to the people that own pit bulls. They are responsible owners and love them very much. My daughters and I own all adopted cats and dogs. All my cats have found me and decided to stay. <laughs> Cute. I just love my... Lost my boy Ab Abbott, boy cat, so heartbreaking. I've been there so many times, never gets easier. So true. My daughter adopted one for me to help with the loss, adore him. He's about five, and as long as he is with us, it's his forever home. He's as grateful as we are. My prayer is not to have a need for shelter. All of God's creatures deserve lots of love and homes. Our new BFF's name, Wally, just wanted you to know. Mo, thanks you for letting me know. Um, the pit bulls that were at the shelters were not adoptable to me really or anybody else because of their aggression. So I think they're there um, in case there may be the ones that I saw in case there may be somebody like a trainer um, because I, I personally know of a one dog behaviorist in LA that will rescue dogs with aggression issues because she's got the training to deal with that. But if a dog has been, has been, um, you know what I um, can't remember the name of the term given to a shelter for aggression issues. That's just not something I feel like I can take on. It wouldn't be fair. So it, so that's my thoughts on that. 
Um, here's my, and, and uh, email me, everybody, andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. I love to hear from you guys. Um, here's another good news story. It's an Alabama Uber driver who uh, found $8,000 cash that a teenager had left in his car. This uh, Uber driver's name is Espan Kamau. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. He's been an Uber driver for four years off and on. He's the father of five. And um, the young client was Alex Tisdale. Uh, the driver said he told me how his dad is proud of him and how he's um, also very proud of him. And he said something which makes me feel really good. His dad gave Alex $8,000 cash to buy a new motorcycle. Uh, the teen explained over the course of a 15-minute drive. Um, so after dropping him off, uh, the driver was on his way to pick up another rider when he noticed the Christmas theme bag in the back of the car filled with a lot of money. Um, and the and the poor kid was, you know, frantically trying to, you know, figure out where he left the money. Um, but uh, the teen was surprised by the honesty of the driver. I am too. I got I got to be honest with you, Sesame Broccolini. Eight thousand dollars is a lot of cash, and this is a father of of five. I think it was, does this article say five? Um, yeah, father of five out driving Uber. That's somebody that could use some extra eight grand, but he handed, he did the right thing. That makes me feel good about humanity. Yeah, it does. And it, look, it's, it's, it's so uplifting. And it, it sh I think it honestly confirms for me because I, I, I don't know if I'd say I'm a happy warrior, but generally I'm optimistic. I do have faith in God and I do believe that we're made in his image and likeness, which means that, Generally speaking, people are good. And I've had my own experiences lately over the holiday season that have sort of confirmed that to me. But it's nice to see some of that goodness in the world where someone does the right thing, even when no one's looking, even when they don't have to, mm -hmm. just because it is the right thing to do when they care enough about their fellow man and their own soul and protecting what is right. So that's just really it's inspiring to see. And hopefully we can we can all sort of be that good Samaritan. You know, that's a really, really interesting way to remind people about how 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 you can just champion the the Lord's love, I guess, in the world, even through stuff mm -hmm. that might seem small. You know, this is the kind of stuff that keeps the world moving and together, and that's that's the kind of stuff that, that God wants to see. You know, that that is true true. What's even the word for it? I don't want to say charity, but just good, kind of a good Samaritan thing to do. You know. Yeah. Well, it's you know, um, treat others as you would want to be mm -hmm. treated. Yeah. It's the golden rule in action. In fact, now I'm remembering that my friend um, out of Baton Rouge, she was Christmas shopping last weekend, getting some last minute gifts. Waited till the weekend before Christmas, and she had gone into Costco, I believe, and bought some gift cards because I didn't realize this, but I guess like a twenty five dollar gift card to X store actually costs less or I don't know how it works. But anyway, because I've never bought gift cards at Costco. So she spent like 80 bucks on gift cards and left them in the shopping cart. What? Yep. And she gets home oh. and she and she calls uh, Costco and says, by any chance, I wouldn't have even bothered to call. I'd have been like, those things are gone. And she called and said, did anybody by chance turn in? you know, some gift cards that I left in my shopping cart. And she looked and she said, yes. So that is, I mean, right now, and this is in Baton Rouge people, let me tell you, people hurting everywhere, right. Including Baton Rouge and that somebody returned not just one of the gift cards, but all of them. Cause there was like three gift cards and not just the person who found the shopping cart, but the workers. Cause they could have kept them too. So, you know, it, it, the, the, 
the the beauty of America and who we are as a people is is still alive and well. It may not be we may be under attack. They may be trying to change our culture. They may be trying to tear apart the fabric of our society. Um, but the Christmas spirit and who we are as a people lives on. And that does make me feel good. All right. But maybe I need to save the good news stories towards the end of the show because now we got to get back into it. <laughs> well, we actually have a funny update on Nikki Haley with the Civil War comment. I know you talked about it last hour. We have a little bit of an update on that. Stay with us. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. I just can't get enough of Nikki Haley right now. (laughs) It's just so fun. It's just been so fun. I am so glad she jumped in the race because her and Vivek Ramaswamy and Chris Kree, all of them, has just really... Uh, just been such a never-ending source of entertainment and talk about entertaining I know you spent some time talking about Nikki Haley and just such an unforced error with the monumental campaign gaffe in which she couldn't answer a question on the Civil War by the way did you mention the fact that South Carolina she's the former governor of South Carolina South Carolina was the first state to succeed <laughs> from the union the 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 civil war started at fort sumter okay how can you not answer the most basic question as what was that civil war about oh it was a de- that would that that right there who, know, who knows what those pesky confederates wanted you know <laughs> something about a, a robert e lee and and you know who knows i mean so and so she has been in damage control ever since and um, even just since the last hour, uh, while you were doing uh, uh, hour one, uh, she was continuing to, to, I mean, she need what's the old saying? Uh, Stop digging when you reach, you know, um, I mean, she, I don't even know the saying, but uh, she needs to stop digging because she is just making the whole worse in her defense. Um, she <laughs> uh, just go ahead and play the clip. Here's, here's her latest defense. I guess if you grow up in the South, it's a given that it's about slavery. To me, it was about but freedom. What do you do? It's it's bigger than slavery. That was such a stain on our history. <laughs> but what do you take from it going forward? Yes, of course, slavery is never can never happen again. But going forward, doesn't that mean we should focus on the freedoms of people to live their life, not to have Girl, government, stop. not to have any other person tell them what they can and can't do? That's been trampled on the past few years. That's the part we've got to make sure we never take anything away from. So, look, I mean, you guys can make it about something else. But if you look at my my record in South Carolina, we dealt with this a whole lot more than and what I'll tell you is, yes, you can acknowledge You can end it there. That was that sound in the background was her campaign. Just completely, that was the train wreck of her campaign. <laughs> Sesame, you said to me when we found that clip earlier, you were like, she needs a t-shirt, right? Or, or put that on. That's a campaign slogan right, right there. Well, I right? mean, Freedom honest, is bigger than slavery. Yeah, I mean, well, the history of campaign <laughs> slogans, number one, freedom is bigger than slavery. Number two, the Howard Dean's. <laughs> scream. Ha! <laughs> yeah, Nikki Haley, 
I don't know. I, I don't think she's a savvy politician. I don't know no. what's going on. But honestly, it just might be a question also of intelligence. How can you not yeah. put two and yeah. two together? Because even it's like she's coming out saying, oh, it was just a Democrat plant. I don't care if it was Bernie Sanders's cousin, Larry David. What the fact that, that you fell for this. Yeah, yeah. It's the, the, the answer doesn't change even if it's a plant no. asking you about it. So it, I, good job, Detective Detective uh, Haley. Yeah, she was on the case. <laughs> I can tell you right there, that was right there. That was one of them Democrats. Okay, she, uh, I think the only thing you can do is completely chew a pine cone and say I misspoke. I think that's the final nail in the coffin for her campaign. Yeah, totally. Honestly, totally. I can't believe the she's made it this far. But... Vivek Ramaswamy had such a mic drop moment about it today. He tweeted out Nikki Haley. <laughs> knows even less about the civil war than she does ukraine (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's the funniest thing i've heard all week that's hilarious it's so funny it's so good (laughs) tomorrow we've got our end of the year the show and we've got we're going to be talking about years the year's biggest losers and winners. She's got to be up there in one of the top 10 of the year's biggest losers because. Well, she's, I she's mean, just earned it. She's really worked hard this year for that slot. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't I want mean, to deprive her of that, that recognition yes. for being the biggest, one of the biggest losers of the year. Truly. I mean, yeah. she, and, then, and then she's like, Oh, you know, look at my record in South Carolina. Oh yeah. I remember your record. Well, this is why I've been hashtagging since then, never Nikki. Okay? Yeah, I was going to say, they're not helping. <laughs> because the only thing you've done, what you did as governor of South Carolina, was uh, you launched the cultural Marxist movement to tear down statues in this country. You made the murder of Christians in a black church about the Confederate flag, and your only success is getting Dukes of Hazard removed off the TV. <laughs> well, okay. how ironic. She's tearing down statues and doesn't even know what the Civil War is about. So it's all connected. Yeah. How, the, the irony here is physically painful, and you just can't buy it. I mean, I, I can't I believe mean, this is a America, this is, this is Nikki Haley for you. So she's yeah. showing her true colors, everybody. So just well, the Uniparty wants her really bad. So that being said, do you think Saturday Night Live is going to spoof this or not? Oh, they have to. <laughs> Tina Fey needs to come out of the woodwork, come out of wherever she is. I'm not a big <laughs> fan of hers, but I don't know anybody else to mention from Saturday Night Live who could play the character. Um, she's got the big, the long teeth. So Tina Fey could, Tina Fey could, and she's got dark hair. So if Saturday Night Live wants to wants to come up with some laughs, they'll spoof Nikki Haley on this on this Civil War thing. They will. Um, I don't know that they will because I think the establishment Democrats definitely want uh, her. Um, well, on, she's on one the of ticket. them. She's basically a Democrat. Totally. So no, I mean, totally. no wonder. It's exactly what she is. That's why she's like, look at my record, you know. Um, uh, so anyway, um, thank you, Nikki Haley, for the laughs. Yeah, so tomorrow is Friday. It is our end of the year show. Would love to hear from you guys on suggestions on the top stories of the year. What do you think that the stories, uh, sh- some stories that should have been reported on that weren't um, of the people that we lost this year in this country? Is there anybody that you think was a very significant loss for us? Um, just your thoughts on 2023, anything that you want to share with me, uh, for me, uh, as I was looking through that people magazine in the doctor's office, I had forgotten some monumental things that happened this year, like the fires in Maui and how the local government allowed them to be sitting ducks and the moves that they made that resulted in over 2000 deaths of children. 
Um, so there, so I'm going to be thinking about that a lot tonight, but I would love to hear from you guys on that. You can contact me on the socials at Andrea K show or, um, email me at andreakshow.com. Call the hotline 844-814-5227. And we can't wait to, to end the year with you guys tomorrow night, right here on AIM 1170 FM 96.1 streaming all over the world tomorrow night, 6 PM Pacific time. Peace out and keep your head on the swivel.